Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome everyone, this is Rafael Hernandez and you are listening to Believe in Barcelona. Once again, I want to thank Bet Online for making this show a reality. One of the best places to make your bets online, as the title says, of course. And once again, really, really thankful for being able to record a podcast every week and know that my audience is appreciating. I really, really love the feedback that I've been getting, the criticism especially. You guys can always call me out when I get something wrong too. I think that I said last week that Koeman scored the... The Barcelona's goal against Fiorentina in the 1992 European Cup final. And of course, he didn't. It was against Sampdoria. So, yeah, it's this kind of things and criticism regarding the recording quality and everything. It's always very welcome. So, guys, it's been quite a few messy weeks because Laporta has started to work on the next additions to Barcelona's squad for next season and he doesn't have an easy job at all. I want to establish one thing here and I'm going to repeat this a few times on this episode. Barcelona really does not have money, guys. And it's not a matter of, oh, okay, it doesn't have money, but it can get more loans. Yes, Barcelona can get more loans and Laporta actually did get one more loan, but this loan was actually used to pay some some of the outstanding debt that needed to be paid. So basically, Barcelona are getting loans or getting more debt to pay old debt. It's not necessarily a bad thing, depending on the con on the context of things. But on this case, it's uh, it's a solution to give the club more time to actually work and wait for the whole mess with the pandemic to improve so this is a matter of patience and Laporta is smartly buying time so it's not an issue it's a good thing that Barca got another loan to pay the debt don't make no mistake if Bartomeu was the one doing this I would absolutely criticize him not because it was going to be a bad decision it's the right decision but because Bartomeu simply is was completely incompetent so he was never going to have the capability to actually do this correctly and pay the debt so uh, i really want to insist on this because sometimes i praise laporta for doing things that bartomeu would do and yes i can confirm that i do that but it's mainly because of trust i know that laporta has the best interested interests of the club in mind He wants what's best for Barcelona as much as you and I do and everyone listening to. So it's really trust and knowing that he has already done this before. Let, let us not forget that Laporta was responsible for taking Barcelona out of an even worse situation than the one that we find ourselves into right now when he was elected Barcelona president for the first time at the beginning of the 2000s. So... With that out of the way, again, Barcelona doesn't have money to make big investments on, on signings or bringing coaches and paying release clauses. Absolutely out of question. And today I will be discussing Barcelona's summer plans. I will talk about 
the new signings that are going to be announced in the coming days or weeks and the possibility of another another coach coming and signing up so that's basically what i'm going to do and i will discuss the ups and downs of every signing and rumor i will be as transparent as i can but still i i call myself i am actually a lot more optimistic than people think honestly and i'm always hoping for the best for my club even when things are going wrong but there are certain things that i really cannot do and one thing is honestly coeman staying for another season this just cannot happen i really don't think that he ha he has the capacity to actually stay at Barca and do a good job for another season. So, with that out of the way, I want to also be clear that when it comes to expensive signings, I'll just ignore them and the rumors because it's not going to happen. And same thing for coaches that have a contract that would be very hard for them to get out of it. If not impossible, I would say more like impossible these days because... All of the other big clubs are already planning to do, planning their next seasons too. It wouldn't be possible really for like Barcelona to sign Eric Ten Hag from Ajax right after right after he renewed his contract until 2023. Just to be clear, and one thing that I have realized on social media is that Barcelona fans are really believing rumors a lot about the summer and we shouldn't guys Laporta isn't Bartomeu I want to be I want to make this very clear again Laporta leaks things to the media yeah he does but it's just to a select few of reliable journalists it's not Bartomeu it's not how Bartomeu used to do things Bartomeu used to to basically manipulate the media to put the word out of what he wanted so I think that the best example of that was at the end, at the final days of the 2018 uh, transfer window in August. And what happened was Barcelona basically briefed every journalist from Spain and abroad that Coutinho was going to be signed. And this was clear everywhere. And Honestly, I really thought that it was going to happen because confirmations at this level are really uncommon like this by many international sources alongside Spanish ones, but it, it clearly didn't happen. So yeah, it was a really big lesson learned. So we have seen a lot of rubbish, just a lot of rubbish coming from the media from the local media in Catalonia, the media in general in Spain and international media for like rumors from England and Italy too. So it's better for us to simply ignore most of this. It's simply useless. And of course there are exceptions, but just be careful what you uh, believe in, what you read online more than ever. So I want to begin discussing the squad renewal I'm really of the mind that Barcelona cannot achieve success as long as certain players stay at the club. And who are these, these, these players? The same ones that were involved in the disaster that was Anfield and later the Bayern Munich. 
the Bayern Munich crashing and of course the loss against Granada, which was really the worst Barcelona league defeat in the past 10 years. Believe me, I went back and checked. There was there's simply no worse defeat than the one that we suffered to Granada, especially in context that Granada had never even gotten a point playing at the Camp Nou and Granada had most of their starters actually injured so it was mostly a second string Granada that never did anything at the Camp Nou going there and beating us and when we should have simply shrugged them off and got into the top of the league so yeah it was a disgrace but I, dis I digress let us continue so these players uh, that I mean are, are Sergi Roberto Pique, Jordi Alba, and once they were Suarez and Haktik too, thankfully they both left. And these players simply, they, they have overstayed for a long time. Pique was a disgrace for the past few months aside from one or two good performances. Jordi Alba had a good season, but mentally he is simply not up for it. Let us not forget his episode crying at halftime at Anfield. It was a show or, or a lack of backbone that I had never seen in football. It was incredible. And if that wasn't caught on video, I would have never believed. But yeah, it happened. So these players really have to leave. Sergio Roberto has lived off that go against PSG for too long. He has become absolutely useless and he's a massive liability. We we have seen and I think it's true too it's too harsh to say this. I'll I'll say this before I continue. But really I don't think it's that much of a coincidence that Barcelona started to play worse when he returned for injury. He he has been a reliability and the fact that Laporta and his board are rumored to have offered uh, Sergi a renewal for another year and he refused and actually demanded to renew his contract for another two years or an absolute joke. This guy just has to go. Same for Piquet. He has a lot of distractions of pitch. It's a, he's a liability. And of course, you have Untiti too, who is basically an ex-footballer that already has briefed the media through, through his agents that he's not going to leave Barcelona this summer. So this guy is another... Is a, he's just another guy that doesn't have any any shame. He wants to. He wants to. I'm really measuring my words here, but he he really has no shame. He just wants to stay at the club. He doesn't want to play football anymore. He's earning around 13 million euros per year. So yeah, he's comfortable. I think he's going to stay. And I suggested this before. If Untiti stays, just make the guy stay at home. Just don't make him ever play another match for Barcelona again or even train with the team if he wants to do things like this. I don't want to do anything that would be morally questionable, but if the guy doesn't want to just play football, just leave him at home and pay his salary and wait for him to leave. That's how he wants to do things. We just have to accept that because let us not forget that Untiti didn't sign that contract because he was forced to, but because Bartomeu was really incompetent and was manipulated into give him an, another massive contract because of the Manchester United rumors. So yeah, there we have to separate things a little bit there. And of course, you have the failed signings that really have to leave the club. You have Mateus Fernandes, who was signed for 7 million, which is one of the most 
dodgy and most shady signings in Barcelona's history. That signing really has to be investigated because the guy was a mediocre to bad player here in Brazil. And then he goes and signs for Barcelona for 7 million euros. And it's not much for Barca, but when you convert to reais over here, the, the local currency in Brazil, it's five to six times that amount. So it's almost 50 million reais, uh, depending on the on how the economy is doing. And it's doing pretty bad right now. So, yeah, it's very shady, very questionable. I really hope that Laporta investigates this And of course, Coutinho and Junior Firpo have to leave. Not sure if they will. There's no demand for these players, but Coutinho has been linked to Everton. And yes, I would sell Coutinho for, I would say, 30 million or 40 million euros or whatever, just to get rid of the guy. He basically got injured in the first months of the season and never got, got back into fitness. He was... He will always be one of the worst signings in football history, but at least he's not Hazard because Hazard actually managed to be an even worse signing than anything that Bartomeu ever did. And he deserve, and I would say that Florentino Perez really deserves credit for that. Just absolutely shocking. And aside from these guys, we already know that Bryce White wants to leave the club for more playing playing time same for Neto and I really respect these two guys they want to leave Barca they don't just want to give up and stay at the club and do nothing and they really deserve credit for that they just don't want to do anything and they, they will likely be gone and Hinaki Pena who is the Barca B keeper he's going to become the backup to Ter Stegen Hinaki has always been the highest rated La Masia goalkeepers since Valdez and honestly Valdez wasn't rated that much he actually became a great keeper later and I would say against all odds too and aside from these guys we have to question the possibility of selling other players to make funds or involve them in swaps Griezmann is one of the players that I would sell depending on the offer or maybe a swap I actually entertain the possibility of, let's say, swapping Griezmann for Matis de Ligt at Juventus. And maybe Juve would take it. I don't know. Juve are in a bad situation too right now. They 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 are a really, they are a bad thing with de Ligt, imagine, with, without him. So not sure if they would take it, but I would at least try. Same thing for Dembele, Langley and Trincão. I, I would try to sell these guys or involve them in swaps for other players. Uh, we have to move on from them. I don't think that Dembele deserves a renewal. Apparently, he has he actually no, this is on this is not apparently because it came from a reliable journalist, but basically Dembele actually asked Laporta for a for for a for a raise when Laporta was talking with him about a renewal and honestly we can only laugh guys because Dembele hasn't done anything to deserve a renewal and let alone, let alone a, a, wage, a raise to his wages which is ridiculous. Trincão is a, is a player that I, that I rate. I don't believe the rumors that Leicester actually offered 15 million last summer. Absolutely not with the coronavirus situation for all clubs but he can be sold at a at a good sum, maybe at least recoup the 30 million that Barca paid for his services. And 
but perhaps if he stays, I think that he he could still become a decent to good player to, uh, for Barcelona. Uh, I'm not in the I'm not in the group of people that think that Trincão is absolutely useless. I don't think so. Uh, I think that Koeman has really just managed him very poorly. Trincão always coming in the final minutes in the in the final minutes of matches that Koeman needs winning and. The tactics were all over the place. You can't simply do things like this in football anymore. It's just very, very unprofessional and wrong. Okay, I think that in terms of squad renewal, I said everything that I wanted to say. So let us begin on free transfers. As I said, forget Barcelona doesn't forget it. Barcelona doesn't have money, so Laporta is being smart and focusing on actually signing free agents and you have the Aguero signing which is going to be confirmed in the next few days absolutely it's a reality even Guardiola already talked about it and the thing with Kun Aguero is that he his final year at City was really to move to us apparently he kind of fell out with Pep we don't know the whole story yet but Aguero will speak in the coming months with the the Spanish media for for sure but overall Aguero is one of the best players in the Premier League history he's already proven in La Liga and he's coming for for free in a two-year contract and only five million per year so it's a bet that it's a smart bet from Laporta honestly if Aguero doesn't work he could still be better than Bryce White or any kind of striker that Barcelona can play right now Aguero is that is is close with with Messi too, which helps. Uh, they they have a good connection on the pitch too, like much like Suarez once had with Messi. And the downside to Aguero signing is the is the low. I wouldn't say it's it's the minimal risk that it offers, because Aguero could still be a flop. And one thing that I really don't like about Aguero. This this might be taken as an exaggeration, but I'm being honest. Um, it's how he is addicted to to Twitch and other streaming services of playing video games. And I'm a really I'm I'm really tough on footballers when it comes to things like this. Honestly, I think that footballers should always almost 100% focus on football. The moment that they divide their attention to other things, it simply does not work well. And Aguero has a lot of distractions off pitch, especially over the past year, which which he was very bored. So that's the only really doubt that I have surrounding his signing. But overall, and in, in context, I would say it's a, it's a good signing. And... Wijnaldum is also coming to Barca and he's a very controversial signing. I would say that 90% or more of the fan base are against him. And normally I would be too, but uh, because he's 30 years old and he's not the perfect fit to Barca, absolutely. But he's coming for free. It's a three-year contract. He's not going to earn a lot of money given what we have seen from rumors and Wijnaldum doesn't stand out when it comes to scoring goals or making assists. What he does very well is he's very press resistant. He's re he's very good at carrying the ball forward, and he rare he's one of the players that uh, normally 
uh, loses the ball the least and then the Premier League too. So this is the kind of assets for Barcelona that could be really, really productive and he could actually become a really useful player to actually put less pressure on Busquets and free Frankie to actually go a lot more forward. I really think that his signing could work. I'm optimistic in general, but as for the downsides, um, I'm going to say that he could actually crash and burn because La Liga is not England, it's not the Premier League, and the way that Barcelona plays is very different to Liverpool's. So yeah, there's a lot, there's significant room for failure in his signing too, but I think it's it's a low-risk signing. I would, I would make the signing too, which... Brings us to Eric Garcia. I have already said many times that I rate Eric Garcia. I was saddened when he left to join Manchester City from La Masia. And it's he's a good signing. I'm glad that Laporta actually renegotiated his wages with, with the player and his agent. Because Bartomeu was offering ridiculous amounts to a player that simply there would be no demand on the market for his signing. He's not going to get a big signing on fee, and he's, he has been raised on La Masia already. He has stand out for Spain too. Uh, so overall, yeah, it's a, it's a solid low-risk signing too. Laporta is being really smart with this. Then down the downsides is one obvious, I think, that everyone knows already, this already if they have watched Eric Garcia play for Manchester City for the past year. Every time he plays, like it's like the whole Manchester City backline is an absolute disaster. They they usually concede three or more goals when he is starting for them. So yeah, he he could still be a bad signing, but overall low risk. If he if it doesn't work well, whatever we move on. It's not it's it's not a it's not a, a lot of money. Uh, which brings us to Memphis Depay. He could have signed with Barca last summer, but the club really was completely flat out broke, so it wasn't going to. It didn't happen, as the Leon president revealed. And I think we all know that already. So, yeah, this guy. I've been torn on his signing because he plays in a similar pa uh, patch of the pitch that Ansu Fati plays. So it would get in, in the way of his progression, but given the the injury the injury struggles that Ansu has had over the the past six to eight months, I would say Depay could actually be a good signing. And let us not forget that Depay was once one of the highest rated talents coming from the Netherlands, and he he didn't do very well at Manchester United, but he's been incredible for Lyon for over a season. He came very he came back very strongly from a from an ACL injury, and he has a good character. He's a bit flamboyant to my liking, but honestly, on pitch he's a reliable player. He's always running. He's always pressing. He's starlier. He tire. He is tireless. He's always giving his all on pitch. He gives assists. He scored goals. Overall, once again, it's it's a low risk signing, and I think he could actually be the biggest surprise of our season. He could actually be a fantastic player for Barca next season. And the downside, really, I can't I can't see many downsides. I think that the the signing could go wrong, just like it did for for when when Manchester United signed him. Yes. But overall, uh, the least that it can happen, most, most, uh, much like Eric Garcia, is 
it not working out and, and just being sold in a, in a few years. And speaking of spending money on, on a signing, we have had already reliable confirmation that Emerson is coming from Betis for 9 million euros. It's not a lot of money for what the Brazilian offers. He was one of the standout right backs in the La Liga season. He's actually pretty great, if you ask me. He had a poor match against Real Madrid. I think we all know which one. But overall, he's been fantastic and he played another good matches against El Madrid. And you could actually have at the club Serginho Des and, and Emerson instead of Sergio Roberto as a right back, which is really tranquilizing for me. Two quality right backs fighting for a position. Just great. I don't think there's any downside to, to this signing at all. I'm really, really optimistic. And I think that he's going to be really successful. Maybe in more open matches, uh, Dest is going to be playing. But in more tight matches like El Madrid and other big matches, I think that Emerson is the guy to go. And the last one that I really didn't want to comment on, but I think it's possible given that the journalists and the rumors have been really strong, is that Donnarumma could actually come from Milan to sign with Barca as a free agent. And yeah, where is this coming from? We have Ter Stegen. He has been, he had, he had a, I wouldn't say bad season, but he had a below par season against his best. And I'm not sure if this could work, but if it happens, it's because Laporta knows that he has to sell Ter Stegen to make money and Donnarumma would be a short-term fix. A short-term fix, why? This is already a, a downside. Hayala is his manager. He's likely going to be angling for a, another move like two or three years from now if he signs a five-year contract. So I'm, not, I'm really not sure. I, I, I wanted to comment this because I think it's possible given the, the amount of rumors that I've seen linking him at the club and a, a, a reliable journalist very close to Milan actually mentioned this as a done deal so it, it left me really curious but i don't think it's going to happen and of course uh, speaking of big signings even if we don't have money if the Haaland signing is possible this is just for next year and of course i would love for barca to sign Pau Torres or Conde uh, if possible but barca doesn't have the money Mercer city offer sevilla 70 million for Conde last summer and they didn't accept it and Villarreal just won the Europa League. They're not going to sell Pau Torres for anything less than 30 or 40 million. So, hey, yeah, guys, I don't think it's going to happen this summer. Maybe the next one because these two center backs are really, really good and reliable. And I don't think that we can really survive another season of being poor at the back. And finally, what you were all waiting for, I'm going to talk about the next Barcelona coach. For the first one thing that I want to establish first is that Bartomeu actually signed Koeman on a contract that if Koeman gets sacked right now, Barcelona would have to pay 12 million to the guy. Yeah, this is simply Bartomeu's legacy. This is a disgrace. This is pure incompetence. And I think that Bartomeu knew what he was going to he, he was doing because Koeman was already desperate to coach Barcelona. Why did you offer him such a high salary and such and such uh, simply why didn't Bartomeu put a clause on Koeman's contract that he could have he could have his contract rescinded uh, if the next uh, board didn't want him much like he did with Setien so 
he didn't do it and it really shows him in te- his intentions Bartomeu's uh, objectives were all to damage the next board the moment that he saw that a non-continuous candidate was going to be put in place and yeah it's only it's just uh it's just very unethical and it's it's a disgrace it's really pathetic really so of course among in the the list of coaches that i really would like to uh, we really would have liked to see at barca is tukel tukel is one of the coaches that i dreamed of coaching barca for a very long time i already rated him since his, his time at mines and later dortmund and he's really close with Pep too, which helps. But he's at Chelsea. I'm not going to speak anymore ab- uh, about about him. Same for Nagelsmann or Hansi Flick. Two coaches that would have been amazing for Barca, but just not possible anymore. Allegri just signed his contracts uh, with Juventus. He's back and he's <laughs> it's interesting. I'm going to speak a little bit about this that Allegri actually wanted to build a Juventus side surrounding Dybala and not Cristiano. And now Allegri is back and and Cristiano is likely gone. So Allegri won in the end. Just fantastically funny for us guys. And aside from these coaches, I have seen the the links to Arteta and Tien and he, but really... <laughs> This is just simply nonsense. Uh, Laporta would never, would never trust these two to actually take over a, a Barcelona in, in a very delicate state. And of course, we have already seen the the Guardiola returning rumors, but guys, he's not coming back. He's very happy at City. He, he could be winning the Champions League. Uh, in a few days and he's comfortable there he just renewed his contract Pep is going to come back someday in another position not as a coach because if Pep comes back to coach Barca he will never be able to do and or even win half as much as he did in his first tenure so this would be used against him he would never have peace and Guardiola has really changed as a coach he wants a lot more peace and stability he doesn't want the whole political mess that is Barcelona we just have to accept that he's going to stay at Manchester City maybe even for death for 10 or even more uh, which is quite surprising, honestly. But it's just testament to how Manchester City have done things to keep Pep there and the whole structure of the club, how the owners are supportive, and at just like everything is really well done there. So among the 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 coaches that could actually manage Barcelona, I assembled a list of four guys that have been linked to the club with rumors in the past or haven't been linked, haven't been linked at all and the first one is the is the former internazionale di milano coach conte everyone knows conte of course so he he did an amazing job at inter he actually made inter win a relevant trophy for the first time since the treble just incredible and this is the kind of guy that he's not the, your typical man to coach Barcelona of course he's not but he could really actually revolutionize Barcelona with the way that he does things he's very very intense coach he's very demanding of his players and he wouldn't tolerate anything that the the current squad does like Jordi Alba having a weak uh, a weak backbone 
or the players collapsing in big may in game big games Conte is just made of a different material than Valverde, Setien and Koeman. This I really I really think that among the the five that I listed he he would be my personal favorite if it was up to me to appoint him and I know this would be contra- this is controversial because Conte is just not he just doesn't have Barcelona written on him he has Real Madrid absolutely and he likely he likely will end up there so it's part of the game my second favorite would be Marcelo Gallardo for those that know know he is the River Plate coach he since taking over the, the Argentinian club he has won the Libertadores there and of course the legendary Libertadores final against Boca Juniors the biggest classico of all time in South America and he, the guy is arguably the best coach in the world that doesn't coach in Europe he is fantastic and it's interesting. I, I really think that he would be ideal for Barca because he, he has some of the best qualities that Pep, Simeone and, and Klopp have. His things are very ta- tactically very smart and very well assembled, but they all have a massive fighting spirit. They have a lot of passion. They press a lot. There's a lot of intensity. There's a lot of There's a lot of everything that I r- would really like to see at Barcelona again that strong winning mentality that spirit that that effort that passion for the club and I I really would like to see Gallardo just join the club and the downsides to to his appointment is that he's not proven in Europe Barcelona is in a very difficult position right now maybe he could come in and implement his style of play and the players would could sabotage him and he would basically crumble crumble and be sacked within six months i think it's also a possibility even as much as i've praised him a lot and i really stand by everything that i said the guy is incredible and one day he could really come to europe and he might become one of the if not the best coach in the world after Pep, of course. And the other two possibilities are Xavi and Garcia Pimienta. Xavi, I don't think that Laporta actually thinks that Xavi is ready to take over the as Barcelona coach. And let us not let us not forget that the situation when Guardiola took over and, and now are very different. We cannot compare Xavi with Pep. I really don't like the comparisons. And Xavi would be taking over a club where some of his friends or players still. And we have seen the confirmations that Xavi wants a lot of control at Barcelona, control that Laporta is unlikely to give him. So that I understand why Laporta has doubts about him. Absolutely. And same thing about Pimenta. I think that Pimenta should have been appointed right after the league was lost last year. And CTN should have been gone by then and Pimenta take over. And we have wa- we wasted a year in common equipment, or, or, honestly, but it has already passed. And Pimenta already knows um, many of the players, if not all of the players in the first thing. He has coached some of them at youth level. He has a right idea. He, he is the basically the, prot- the prototypical uh, coach for Barcelona. He could be a massive success, but the problem is, once again, the lack of experience at the highest level. 
I'm not sure that he could deal with the pressure on the or the players or, and everything. And this really, really worries me. And to cap things off, the final coach that has been linked to the club by semi-reliable sources at least is Roberto Martinez, who is currently coaching Belgian. And I think that he could work. He's a Catalan. He, he has great football ideas. But Roberto Martinez could end up much like Setien, the kind of coach that actually signs to Barcelona. We all get excited because he has many of the ideas that made us love Barca. But the moment that things get difficult, the things that get hot at the club, he would simply turn his back on his ideals and and do and basically contradict himself and burn down, much like Setien did. People like to use my my defending of Setien's appointment against me, but I really stand by everything I said because Setien had all the right ideas and concept and passion for the club and admiration for Cruyff and everything when he came to Barca. He started doing things well, but then the moment that he faced difficulties and he, he actually had problems with part of the squad, even Messi, he simply turned his back on everything that made the coach that he was. He's a, he turned his back on his ideals and he betrayed himself and became that whole mess. So yeah, I could I could have not predicted that things w uh, would have ended that way. And it's really a shame. It's really upsetting because he really had good intentions, but he could just not stand by them. Yeah, guys, so almost 40 minutes of a recording of me just talking by myself this is quite a lot i'm surprised but i think that i covered basically everything that i wanted to say and um, this is all that matters i'm going to divide this in timestamps later to actually help everyone to to listen to this more patiently and this is all you're getting from me guys thank you very much for listening and once again thanks to BetOnline for presenting this show all the best to everyone and see you on social media. All the best to our club in the upcoming summer too. God bless. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.